When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. Could you say Capri Sun again? Capri Sun? Yeah, that was am a I, very weird way to say it. Oh, what's the right way? I, am I, I just, emphasizing the wrong syllables? How did you say it just now? I just, Capri Sun. All one. Uh, you put a real emphasis on sun. I'm, I guess I'm like enunciating the hyphen, maybe? Capri yeah. Sun? I, I'm saying it as two separate words, and you're just saying it as Capri Sun? No, you, you're, you're, it's Capri Sun. You're doing something weird with sun. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. I don't, it, know, it I don't like out when you there. said it. It doesn't make, it doesn't make me feel good. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm the guy paying for all the Capri Suns. <laughs> that pause is sick. You have to stop that. I, I have never been aware of what you're talking about right now. This is the first anyone has ever brought this to my attention that I've been saying Capri well, I imagine Sun you don't talk to other adults about it. it a Capri Sun does not come up in conversation often <laughs> for me. Correct. It's like it's like how I say umbrella. I say umbrella. I put emphasis on the um. I know that's not how you say it. Umbrella. It makes yeah. me feel good. I like doing it that way. But you look like horrified by how I'm saying this. I hear you yeah. say umbrella or however you're saying it, and I think oh, that's a little weird, but okay. You you look like it has, like the way that I am saying Capri Sun has completely shifted the way you think of me. Yeah, I, maybe because like I. Like, this is like a seismic moment in our relationship, Tone. And I I I love the the product, and it's like it's it's weird to to hear somebody say it that way when I have not heard heard it said that way in all my days. That's so strange because. I'm not from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like well, you went to Miami took, for a long well, time. But if we took that, it's true. And I think you maybe lose some of the accent. When I went to New Orleans was when I learned what the Chicago accent is. Because when mm-hmm. I would call home, I would talk to my mom and I'd be like, oh my gosh, my mom sounds like the super fans on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and like I went the last 18 years without realizing that. But did you ever take the, uh, did either of you guys ever take the, I think it was the New York Times had this test you could take that was put together by linguists. And it was like, what is your word for this? Or how do you pronounce this? And you answer all these questions and it will pinpoint the area of the country down to the city 
where that, what would you call it, lexicon or vocabulary would come from. And it was insanely accurate for me and everybody else I knew that took it. And in Miami, you have people from all over the place. It's, it's much more transient than up here in Chicago. So you have people from Pennsylvania and Tennessee and Louisiana and Texas and New York and here and wherever. So you had a good sample size, good variety of people. And like one of them will be like, what do you call the carbonated beverage, uh, you know, that uh, is syrupy and you know what I mean? Full of caffeine. So we would say pop, obviously. We're like the only ones. I think it's like us in Missouri, or Illinois and Missouri are the only ones that say that. Yeah, but that narrows it down. It's questions like that. Like, what do you call it when it's raining while the sun is out? Things like that. It's like 20 something questions that kind of narrows it down to like where you would be from. And it's unbelievably accurate. You know, what my test is <laughs> what say Derek Rose without thinking about it. Derek Rose. Dress. D Rose. Nah, just the whole name. Just the whole name. Derek Rose. That's how I know you're from Chicago. <laughs> did we both you, say it? Did, no, did we both if, pass if your you test? Bl- you, if you, you blend, blend the R's. If you, it's like one word. If you Derek blend Rose. the R's. Derek Rose. Derek Crows? <laughs> it's almost like you're saying Derek Crows. Derek Crows. His last name is Crows? It's like Derek, Derek Crows. Derek. So D-R Derek. Crows. C-R-O-W-S. Derek Crows. So like Russ said it like he's from Chicago and I said it the suburbs way or what? Yes. But Russ is from the suburbs. <laughs> he grew up in the city. <laughs> Tone's right. <laughs> Uh, I I have something for you, Jason. I'm I'm always surprised. Like you, you've been recording in your dad's house for how long? We've we're on episode one eighteen, and how many of those have you been recording at your dad's house? I think it was like last summer. I think it was like a year ago. I made this move to just do this in my dad's basement. So before we got to hundred, I mean, uh, before we got to like fifty, fifty or sixty around that time. Well, what are we at right now? You said we're at like one eighteen twenty. Probably this is probably around episode seventy. I'm gonna guess. Okay. Where I started doing I, it, it here. It, it's it, I, I don't I don't think your dad cares. Obviously, he clearly doesn't because you come over every week to record a podcast. But what if like your dad, who's a single man, if if I'm not mistaken, yeah? Correct. Single and ready to mingle. If there's what if anyone out there that wants to be my new stepmom, <laughs> just so that's email, not, the, so that's, email the sports adjacent email address. So that's what I was thinking about this week, because I'm like, dang, what if Mr. Leisure Got some nice coming over, and here comes bum ass Jason with his little microphone <laughs> messing up the vibe. <laughs> and he like, yeah. So this is right. you know this is my home, and you know all the kids are grown, so nobody really comes over. J- Jason comes over once a week to do his little podcast, but mm-hmm. and what if he wants to come downstairs and show her to the basement? And here you go making rust sex jokes. Yeah, when your dad trying to make his own jokes. Yeah, I go. Well, I would sure love to continue <laughs> down this path of like my dad's romantic life. Definitely. Um, yeah, you it'd be interesting. Get uncomfortable by that dog. It'd be interesting though if he's like you know, the mood is right, and he's and then you hear from the basement like, uh, uh, and what does Grandma Russ say to Mookie Betts? Huh? 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 My dad loves our podcast. Though. My dad usually plans his social life around this. This is this takes what, an hour and a half, two hours for us to record one of these on a Wednesday yeah. night? 
So my dad usually has social plans during that time. It's usually around the same time, so it's fairly easy. Today's a little different because we're doing it after Game 3 of the NBA Finals, so it's sports adjacent well after dark today. <laughs> what if he said this sentence in order? Hey, Jace, uh, I'm bricked up. Got my old lady coming through. <laughs> Got my old lady coming through. You feel me? You understand me? All right. <laughs> So that's filthy for so many reasons, Tony. Ain't no, ain't no father gonna tell his son. Or maybe, hey, big dog. Uh, Tony would. Tony would. <laughs> Tony telling his son, hey, I'm bricked up. And, uh, Tony, he'll be telling his he'll be telling his grandchildren, hey, don't when uh, you know the door's locked. Tony, that's crazy. Grandpa's that might bricked be the up. crazy thing you ever said. I'm here saying, yo, I'm bricked up. This, this, this older lady's about to come by the crib, so I'm going to need you to bounce real quick. I mean, I don't think we'd mind. We were about to record through uh, my dad's neighbors shooting their guns in the backyard. I mean, <laughs> the clapping I mean, can't be I much louder I can, than that. I can deal with the little faint pop pop in the background. But somebody Makes getting cracked it. Somebody getting cracked in the back of the pod is probably not great content. Like, we're not that type of podcast. <laughs> Who is that type of podcast? Howard Stern's not even that type of podcast. There's, I don't somebody, there's some horrible decisions. Horrible decisions. Uh, call, uh, call me daddy. Call her daddy. The pillow talk podcast. Mm-hmm. How I want to know how Grandma Russ would tell her grandson, you can't record the podcast here tonight. It won't be going down. No, I refuse. <laughs> oh, come on. No. no. That, you, no. that was organic. That would have been perfect. No. No, My dad loves that. Grandma Russ. But Tom Brady, right? Last week we talked about Tom Brady clapping up Grandma Russ. This is whoa. Um, nobody's clapping up Russ. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> right, see, this is hard for him. This is difficult for him to kind of manage that. Right. Like I'm not hold it, on. it has to be it has yeah. to be something innocent. It's like Grandma like Russ is not me. Like he it's wants my character, to- so I can choose to say no. Right. That's why, like y'all, were, y'all well, love. Well, consent. Oh, Grandma Russ saying this, and sometimes I'm like, yo, let's let's chill on what we use. Let's it's seasoning, bro. You can't overdo it. Grandma Russ go to church. Russ wants to keep Grandma Russ wholesome. But the but the other six days of the week, baby. There it is. There it is. We got a taste. <laughs> we got a taste. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. Oh. Let's start the show. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure with my co-host, Russ Dorsey, a real one. We're going to keep playing our game, Are You a Real One, today. We also have Tony Gill producing for us, the goaded producer, the littest producer in the game, as he calls himself. What's up, Tone? Yo. Tony Gill, by the way, is presented by Sheets and Giggles, and this is a good idea for Father's Day coming up. You still have time. You got like a week, I think, when this episode comes out. Uh, go to sheetsgiggles.com slash S-A. Jason's coughing. And <laughs> <laughs> he had to mute. <laughs> I thought, well, I thought, like, it's, we're, rec- we're not live, it's recorded. It's the, Normally we don't cut stuff out like that. But I'm like, I'm doing an ad read. Let me just mute, reset. But I guess we're here. We're here now. <laughs> it was so weird. It wasn't just one of those, you cough real quick, come back on, nobody notices. There was such a pause. I'm staring at Tone. What are you, what are you doing when it's live? What are you doing when it's live? When you're on the on the radio or on a broadcast or something? And you, but you can feel it. You know that feeling where it's like, 
it's not a cough. It's like you need to clear your throat. You can kind of feel it like something's not right and it's just going to get worse. And then next thing I know, I'm talking like this. Like you, you don't finish want what that. you say. Real, you finish what you say. What really if you quickly. can't? I couldn't. Cough button, <clears throat> and then you jump right back in. Yeah, but yeah. There was such a long. Yours. Was, <laughs> it, it, I had to do my, a full throat clear. In my experience, it's better just to just go all in on it. What? Just, all in on what? Fully embrace the cough. Accept it. It's happening. No way. No, that yes. is horrible. No, I'm fully all for. No, 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 no. I'm no, all it's for. Better, it's, it, I'm all for it's bad better, is good. I understand bad is good, and like what we're doing right now is bad is good because we're just going all in on uh, on how hilarious you guys think it is that I had to hit the cough button for about 25 seconds, it felt like. But cl- no one wants to hear you clear your throat into a microphone. No one. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, it, uh, here's what it is. It's better than the awkwardness of everybody staring around. No, it's live. not. No, live? It Everybody's no, just staring around? Like I'm waiting. not listening no. to something. I'm out on something if I'm hearing someone clear their throat a couple times into the mic. <laughs> No, it, it, it gets through a fast. That doesn't sound good. Boom, gone. Let's continue. So Tone is saying, if Tone is saying, if you went <clears throat> and just kept going, it would be less awkward. Mm-hmm. Because you're you're trying to withhold it to stretch out what you want to say, and it's like you're making it worse by trying to hold it until you finish. Just burn I'm right kind of with it. Tone on this one. It's not like you're horking. You just <clears throat> real quick, and and then you go from there. Okay, I need to master the art of the uh, refined throat clear, like you're doing. You're doing it very well. Yeah, you do. You so, did it without even breaking eye contact with me. So, it's one of those things where, like on TV, like you don't have a cough button, so sometimes you gotta embrace just <clears throat> and then keep going because you you're kind of just there, embrace and the it's a process to ter- turn your mic off and then turn it back on. There's no cough button or anything like that, like in like a broadcast booth. I don't think your quick little <clears throat> would have done it on this one. Okay. I think it would have deteriorated down into uh, anyway. I like that move though. I'm going to use that next time I have to. <clears throat> I, I thought I would have the cover of this not being live, but that has turned out not to be the case. Tony Gill is brought to you by Tony Gill, who will not do the producing that I need him to do on this part. Nope. Because he thinks this is great. This is what's going to win us. Uh, what's the podcast version of an Emmy? It's like an Ambi. An Ambi. Yeah, I, the Ambi iHeart Award, something like that. Okay. This is our you submission. The ET Award. There's two blacks on this show, so we can submit. I'm going to put you in charge of our award submissions, too, okay? Those can all come <laughs> from you. That's fine. Tony Gill is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. Father's Day coming up. You'll get this with enough time where. Like, if you're hearing this when it comes out, maybe that day, the next day, I think you still have time to order this for Father's Day. But you can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA, and that's our link for our listeners. You will get 23% off everything. Go get your dad the sheet set, silky smooth, 100% eucalyptus, awesome sheets. I sleep in them every night, and I always think this is so worth it. These things are awesome, and never more so than in the summertime. They got flannel sheets. They got everything else. If You know, whatever you whatever you like or your partner likes or your parents like, whatever, whatever you're buying, um, you can get 23% off at sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Sports Jason is also brought to you by BetMGM. <clears throat> you can go to the BetMGM. You can go to BetMGM.com. I threw myself off there. You can go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app uh, and get this offer. Your first bet with BetMGM gets paid back up to $1,000 in free future betting credits if you don't win. 
So you'll either win or you'll get the free $1,000 in future betting credits. Uh, you can bet on that. Use our promo code adjacent 1000. You can bet on the NBA finals. Uh, we just got done watching NBA finals game three. Uh, with Denver taking a 2-1 lead. Game four is the night that this comes out. So when you hear this Friday morning, our show comes out every Friday morning, uh, you can place a bet on BetMGM for the Heat Nuggets game that night, game four. Uh, go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app and use promo code ADJACENT1000. Real quick on the NBA Finals, it Denver had this one, had game three uh, well in hand, but this has been a better NBA Finals so far than I expected it to be. It's been more competitive. This has not been Denver just blowing them away. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's... Miami plays tough, and they're a smart basketball team. Um, I thought that it would be like a tough, hard-fought sweep, but now it's looking like a tough, hard-fought gentleman sweep. Where uh, <laughs> the the Heat get blessed with the one game, they're just not. Sooner or later, the talent is going to matter, especially when the talent is working as hard and is as smart as you. Um, they just call everybody sleeping in the East uh, due to you know injuries and uh, how they play and how hard they play as a group. Um, but yeah, sooner or later, you're going to need to have players better than the other team. Yeah, and your best day is not going to beat, you know, Jokic and Murray's average day usually. That's the problem is there's a cap on how far you can take it when you're at a talent disadvantage. Um, but it doesn't usually even get you this far, Russ. It, it, you can surprise some people, but it doesn't usually get you get you to the NBA Finals. I, I, I think it's a special Miami team in the fact that they kind of hit their stride at the perfect time. They have the perfect coach. Jimmy turning to playoff Jimmy. But now you look at it, and Tone's right. Like, the talent matters. Denver is far and away the best team in basketball. And when they need it most, their bench, they actually, like, shorten their bench for most of the playoffs. And now you got guys like Christian Brown coming in and dropping 14 off the bench in game three. Where I think Jimmy, I think he had 28 in game three, but he's kind of out of gas at this point, and he kind of used all the energy to get them to this point. Um Bam's doing his thing. But, yeah, when you're – there's so many things that has to go right for them to even get here. At this point, for them to go on and win the finals, it would take a Herculean effort that I just don't think they have in them anymore because of all the Herculean efforts it took to even get here. But I don't think it – I don't think them – and obviously the series is still going on when we talk about this, but I don't think them losing the finals to Denver this year with the way Jokic has been playing – is should be a knock at them any at all. Like honestly, the fact that they won a game as an eight seed against mm-hmm. this juggernaut of a team that got everybody up out of here this run is pretty impressive. It was great in game two. It was such a classic Spolstra move to me to take Kevin Love, who hadn't played in like three games, and start him. <laughs> and it, it works. It works once. You're <laughs> probably not gonna get that to work repeatedly. Tony, do you have an apology for Bam, by the way? For what? Because he's looked pretty good. Well, now, but I mean, did you see the season before? <laughs> I mean, like, no, get, no I mean, nah, I'm with Tone. No, no, no. Like, there's, there's when you're the second best player on the team, like you see what Jimmy's doing. 
you see how hard he's playing to make the right play and, and not be timid and understanding that he needs to put the team on his back. But as the second best player, you got to help that dude out. Like, I mean, Spolstra has helped him in terms of, you know, being better. Like in game two, uh, I thought Spo helped him out a lot where he didn't have to directly guard Jokic a bunch and he was able to roam and, and get into some spaces. Uh, but yeah, like game three, nah, 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 nah. I mean, uh, to his credit, what is he going to do, right? Like, Jokic just, there's there's no reason why Jokic is that good. He don't even care about basketball like that. There's no reason he should be that good. So, to his credit, I mean, it's like Garden Jordan. What what am I supposed to do with that? Like, he can't. So, you know. I have to admit, I have not watched him hardly at all. And I have not watched Denver hardly at all. So, it's all a little bit new to me. I didn't know Jeff Green was still playing for example. Um, But it's amazing because he draws double teams, Jokic, and that, of course, leaves three of your defenders to cover the other four. And he's like Aaron Rodgers back there at finding the guy that you have not accounted for. I mean, he just finds it in a split second before you ever have time to catch up to what's happening. It's very artful and impressive basketball. It's always funny hearing Jason talk about things that he didn't know about. Yeah, I know. I know. Like that. I I didn't know Jeff Green or who's the manager that who's the manager that I was uh, I was shocked was still Buck Showalter. Yeah, I've texted. I think I've texted you twice. Shocked that Buck Showalter. Like I forgot from the first time you told me. Like there's so many times where I, I don't know if Jason goes outside. Like I know he does. But then sometimes he says things where I'm like, I don't know if you've left your house in the last. 12 years. I understand Jason though on this Jokic point because a lot of NBA analysts and a lot of NBA people that watch the NBA didn't understand what was happening in Denver. So, and that was made obvious with their picks. I can't wait for Jokic to win this this NBA Finals because I got the receipts. People kept, people have called that man a stat pattern for the last three years. And then it's all of a sudden in this playoff, even up to this MVP run by Joel, where it's like, oh no, I'm tired. You, You can't give it to him three years in a row. And then it was like, all right, that's fine. He can have the MVP. I'm just going to average 30, 14, and 10 during the finals. And then percent shooting ball in there. 60% 60 shooting. shooting. 48% from three. I'm not, I have not crapped on him. I just haven't watched him. I'm just, I know the name. I know the numbers. I know the production. But like Denver has not been one of the top five or six teams that I've been wanting to watch over the last several years. This is going to feel, I've missed it. This is going to feel good for a lot of, like, people that really, really are, like, NBA nerds that saw this happening and understood what was happening and that he was only held back because two of his top three players were hurt, like, the last, like, two years. But people that saw, oh, they, they got to get Yusuf Nurkic up out of here. This dude is nice, nice. And, like, fr- that's where I got on, where I was like, oh, Denver drafted two bigs. Let's see, let's see how that works out. They shipped off. Yusuf gets so fast. I was like, get that dude up out of here. What is what are we doing right here? Like he's uh he's he's everything you want in the in a basketball player. He's just so smart, man. Like I I love watching him. I've been loving watching him play for a long time. I'm glad he's by middle double middle fingers to everybody that didn't vote him for MVP this year. Like you let Nair and, and Kendrick Perkins, right? He was like, oh, oh this week. <laughs> you know what he said, Jason? He said, no. oh, man, the NBA should get more coverage. I'm like, fam, you told people not to vote for him. 
you specifically, <laughs> because, because of racism. You told Steve, people not to vote Steve, for him. Steve Day. Steve Day. <laughs> Is that your Kendrick Perkins? That's my Perk? big Perk. Steve Day. I think if you like you need to blow your nose. That's how he sounds. He sounds stuffy. Steve Day. You just have to sound congested, so you bring it to the front. <laughs> Steve and I, deep Texan. <laughs> Bam out of the bayou. <laughs> he called that man Bam out of the bayou. On the bayou, yeah. Motor 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 I just, I don't understand the four letters decisions sometimes. I, by all accounts, I hear he's a great dude, but hell no. Hell You've been holding out a, on us on these voices. Oh, my big perk? Yeah, because I think like... <laughs> I've been workshopping my big perk for a little while. And we didn't Steve. know about Grandma Russ all this time. Like, the See, only thing we've, the only thing we've known this whole time is that you is the Coach K. I think your Coach K student athletes uh, is the only student one. Student athletes. Yeah, that's the only one we've known. And it, it turns out you've got this... Big bag of tricks. <laughs> I actually love doing voices, but it's I know like, I know that I, I don't. I've never really had a platform to do them. I'm actually pretty good at them. This is like, it, buddy. This is it. This is like <laughs> this. Isn't this? Isn't this why you and I made this thing? Was to do yes. all the stupid stuff? Yes. Not all yes, the stupid stuff. Like we want to talk about important things too, but a lot of the times it's all the stupid I've, stuff. This is where it goes. I've been workshopping my big perk for a while. Okay. But I, I, every every voice you have to realize where do you go. So with me for Big Perk, you got to go to congestion. But yes. you have to focus the congestion towards like your nose frontal lobe. Oh, oh, it was right here, and then and then you go sit, 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 and then you press the tongue up against the Stephen Knight. <laughs> that, that's your step back jumper on this impression. Yes, that's what you get. But it's it's the one I. I, I, say, I don't know if you I'm have gonna... like the rest of that sentence, but no, you got the no, no, no. you got no. the beginning of it for sure. I've gotten the start of it, but right. like it took a so... while to kind of figure out what what tone, the voice, the right amount of country to put on it because you can't put too much. Yeah. All right. Cover well, the hell on. What? What did? What was it? He he. So you don't go on Twitter enough. So he'll like tweet some things, and then he'll just be like, "Carried the hell on." I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know carry, what carry carry the hell on is. What oh, he's saying. okay, okay. But so he give, like give it to me again. Give it to me again. Covered the hell on. Okay, all right. Yeah, I got so, it that time. He, okay. He tags the end of tweets with that. Tell him. Oh, that's, that's just like his catchphrase. That's his. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's his thing. That's like his his pleasantry. All right. Well, this oh, is a good this is a good thing to from, go to. I, I think it's from like an early two thousands meme. I don't he think just, there's such it, thing it as an early two thousands meme, is there? I don't think we had memes in the early two thousands. Yeah, no, we? I know what Tone's talking about. It's probably like twenty ten stone. It would be like something, 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 and like mm-hmm. carry on. Yeah. Oh, keep calm and carry on like there the Brits. Go. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He okay. just kept that as a part of his identity for some reason. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's good, Russ. That's good. We can go to that when we need to. <laughs> Big perk. <laughs> All right. We're, it's fun to talk about the NBA Finals because we don't usually get to. This worked out because we are recording between games. Almost always this happens where uh, we can't really talk about it because we record on one day and the show comes out a couple days later. A game will happen in between. Stuff that we said in the recording will be 
kind of null by the time the episode comes out, but it's fun to be able to talk about it. Uh, we're going to move on, though. We're going to get back to our, our, our ongoing segment that we love, Are You a Real One, after this. Caitlin Sharkey from WGN in Chicago. Nice to see you. Yes, good to see you. Long time no see. Saw, yep, saw you this afternoon. That's right, at Bears practice. Uh, you cover the Bears probably. majority of your job is covering the Bears, I would say, right? Yeah, especially, I mean, during football season, it's like my primary beat. Um, but in the summer, I'm running around covering all the baseball teams and doing all that. So, But it's it's like it's summer now when you're covering the Bears. The Bears is, yeah. the football season is like 11 months a year. It doesn't go away anymore. I feel yeah. like there's no more off season. So, yeah, I'm pretty much on that Bears beat all the time. Especially when both teams suck. Yeah, exactly. The baseball teams? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd rather go up there. At least there's like hope and optimism right now at this point. <laughs> Did you see, Caitlin, this week when the White Sox blew a no-hitter because of a fly ball out to the outfield? Are you yeah. cutting those guys any slack because of the, the air pollution and everything? No. Or is that just no, – that was all on Luis. That's just 2023 White Sox right there for you. That's just the White Sox and just terrible. That would be that would be exactly how they would blow a no-hitter too. They sums up everything they've done this season. All right. Caitlin, we're going to find out if you're a real one. Gosh. Tone, hit the button. Let's find the button. Tony, come on, man. Maybe this is, is a new segment. Maybe we bring somebody on and, and who is a real one. Five minutes of finding out we're just investigating. Are, are you a real one? Are you a real one? Nick Saban, head coach of the Dolphins. And real one. I, <laughs> yes. 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 The segment where we find out about your innermost being. You know, people lie. You know, they could say that they're a real one, but the evidence could say the otherwise, that they are not a real one. I sense real one traits here. So, are you a real one? Oh, no, baby. You're not a real one. That's good. <laughs> that, that was Grandma Russ chiming in at the end. Some of his best work, I'll tell him. That. <laughs> he was really pleased with himself about that. Um, Caitlin, you are the uh, third person to play this game with us, and I, I suspect that you might be a real one. You're, you know, young, cool, confident. You know, kicking butt at work. Like I think, I, 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 my hypothesis is that you might be, but we're gonna find out. Um, would you like to put forth some evidence? in your favor of being a real one? Well, I was thinking, I was brainstorming about a story that made me a real one, but in the same story and same event, maybe, maybe not a real one. It was one of those moments where I was like, okay, this could go either way. So I'll take you back to like 2012. I'm a senior at UW-Milwaukee in sports journalism. Uh, I got to cover a Bucks game, got my first press pass. They were playing the Oklahoma City Thunder that night. That meant Kevin Durant was in town. I was obviously hyped about that. Uh, we go into the locker room. It's my first time in a locker room, the Bucks locker room. Cover that. And I'm like, okay, this is fine, whatever. We get out. We get done. There's like a group of us, like student journalists, like standing in the tunnel, uh, wait, just standing around waiting for our professor, somebody to come get us. And I see Kevin Durant walking down the hallway. And I don't know why my first thought was like, oh, I'm just going to go talk to Kevin Durant. Like, this is, this is normal. This is, this is just walking. It's a real one move, I think. Just like going to the bus. It's like, a real one thought. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's let it play yeah. out, Jason. Yeah. Let it play let's out. Let it play so out. He, he didn't play that night. Mind you, this man did not play that night. He was injured. So not only is it Kevin Durant walking by himself to the bus, he didn't play. An injured player. Okay. I'm like, I got a press pass around my neck. I'm 22 years old. Like, I'm going to go over there and, and just talk to Kevin Durant. So I walk over there, and then, like, the, the couple of the other students come with me because they're like, well, if she's going, like, we should all go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walk up to him like, Kevin, do you have a second? And he stops. And I'm like, I think him stopping and him looking down at my press pass panicked me. Now, this is like a younger Kevin Durant, like very, I would say, very humble, very kind at this point still. I'm not saying he's not that now, but like he's changed quite a bit from those days with the Thunder. You are saying he's not that now. That's exactly what you just said. That's what I heard. (laughs) You you could not have been clearer what you just said. I just feel like it's okay. Now, that's all right. If I did this now, maybe Kevin wouldn't be as nice as he was. Now, what you need to think about is uh, you better be careful if he sees this because (laughs) he'll come at you on the Twitter. This is this is not painting Kevin in any bad light. This is me just being an idiot. So. I go up to him and I'm like, how's the ankle? Because he had like an ankle injury. And he's like looking down like, who are these kids? Like, who are these kids? First of all, that just stopped me in the tunnel at the Bradley Center. You've got a pack following you to him. (laughs) I'm like, how's the ankle? (laughs) And he says, you know, he's like, oh, it's fine. I'll be fine or whatever. And my follow up, guys, this is where I'm like, I just and I my buddy who was there with me that day will still never let me live this down. Um, my follow-up was like, so after basketball, would you ever think about coaching? <laughs> Young Kevin Durant. Like 30 years from now? <laughs> He's about to be the greatest scorer ever. <laughs> All right. That's what I asked Kevin Durant. Like, I remember him then winning the MVP, and my buddy's like, hey, Mark, I saw you ask Kevin Durant if he would be into coaching. Russ, you okay? Russ has just buried his head in his hands. Russ, Russ never makes mistakes, Caitlin. Russ no, I'm, never... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I just. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what led Caitlin to ask that. I don't. E- I don't either. I respect that she came on our platform and told us that. It doesn't make it any sense. I would say this is not a publicly known story. This is like an inside joke with somebody that was present. At the it is time. now. And Kevin yeah. Durant, who obviously was there. And, and to his credit, again, Kevin Durant may be one of my favorite players simply because he was like, I don't know. He was so perplexed by the question. Like, oh, some 22-year-old college student asking him if he's going to coach and he's with the thunder. Like, in the entering his prime, like – he was very kind, but I I was proud of myself that I just like went for it and just like walked right up to Kevin Durant in the tunnel. But that as my follow up, it still haunts me. I wake up in a cold sweat oh, about that moment. Like you know, I cannot believe oh, I asked no. Kevin Durant. Still? You know, you know what you gotta do now. You gotta ask Justin Fields. <laughs> Probably about the same age, right? Just I'm gonna do it at Hallis one day, be like, Justin, you're not on coaching. Do you ever, Justin, do you ever see yourself when this all wraps up uh, going and being a GA at Ohio State? <laughs> what? So that's my that's my that's my story, guys. I feel like I, very th- therapeutic that I got that out. Good, and I think 
I like that. If you're 22 at that point, I, I, and I'm like your editor or boss or whatever, I, I like what I'm working with right there because you got the guts. Right. The, we, we can work on question asking and preparation and things. Like, we can work on that. You can't really teach someone to have like the, the guts and like the, the confidence to go do it. The chutzpah. Yeah, I like that. When I when I was in college in New Orleans, we had because of it being such a tiny market, we had season credentials to cover the what was at the time the New Orleans Hornets um, for our school paper, and so I got to do a lot of that. And I'm sure that I was in way over my depth on that and asked a lot of dumb questions like that. I'm yeah. sure I did. No, the, I, the entire league of the early 2000s got some of that from me. When I just, I, I don't even know. I just think I panicked. I was like, what do I ask Kevin? Now that I have him, I didn't even think he'd stop. I think it just threw me off that I was like, he stopped. He answered. You were preparing for him to say, no, I don't no. have time. You yeah. would have known what to do if he'd said, go bleep yourself. You would have been ready for that. Have a great night, Kevin. Thank you for your time. All right. <laughs> well, Can now, you, you, need to start, now feel- you need to start preparing for him commenting on this because he wakes up every morning and searches Twitter for things people are saying about him. I love Tate. I'll always Watch love out. for this story. So, If it makes you feel any better, I know a lot of reporters – who are not 22 and in college that ask questions like that. So. <laughs> That's true. We hear them every day. Yeah, I was going to say, we hear a lot of them every day. Listen, you, you- – you're, you were doing all right. Oh, all right. So that's a good story, Russ. It's a mixed bag. It gives us a little bit to think about, you know, on either side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caitlin, when you were growing up playing basketball and volleyball, in which one were you more of a real one? Oh, ba- basketball for sure. I was – my nickname was The Butcher. I got followed out of every game. <laughs> you were The Butcher? <laughs> I was 5'10 in like second grade. 5'10 in second grade will get you that nickname though. Like I fouled out out of every game. It was always two, four from, you know, over the back. I'm like, come on. Like I just, I was super aggressive in basketball, super aggressive. But I was like, I don't know, serious competitor. I was a real one. I like fought for my teammates and yeah, if that meant that I had to get five fouls and, you know, Caitlin said, I got 5,000. I'll be damned if I don't use every one of them. <laughs> exactly. Like, they're like, you know, they're they're there for the taking. <laughs> you, know you know what's funny? Like, it, why do they have less fouls at the amateur level yes. than they do at when the you're professional worse? level? Yeah. When yeah. you're worse. Yeah. Right. That makes yeah. zero sense to me. When you're just throwing yourself around, hoping for the best. Yeah. Right. I mean, are, are you in second grade getting teed up? Not in second grade. This is like, in, you know you know middle school and then into high school jv i didn't play varsity but um because there was you know i was just too violent no i'm kidding um <laughs> right. it, like it just ended in jv but uh yeah i mean I, this, this state didn't allow it yeah it was, yeah i was just followed out so i got the nickname the butcher i, I was like i don't know if i like that i mean the jo- they play like the jaws theme music and like the shark, I was gonna say that'd be the easiest nickname, but they went with the butcher. Yeah, with the butcher, the shark was like too obvious, I guess. So, yeah, oh, that's that. Mm. All right, so it sounds like a real one from a young age. Um, your your current job reporting. Let's let's give you this hypothetical scenario and see how you'd handle this. How you would really handle it, Caitlin? Let's say uh, it's a it's a Bears Packers game, week one this year. Bears Packers game, late afternoon. You're doing a live shot. Let's just say you're outside the stadium. I don't think you do them outside the stadium. You do them on the field probably. But, like, let's just say for hypothetical sake, live shot. Uh, the Bears have won. The Bears fans are really happy, but they're really drunk. Mm. And 
they are just like walking through your live shot and yelling things at you and bumping into you. Like, how are you handling that? I am. I've been kissed before on TV. No, Whoa. no. Had like what? A in like a weird no. costume. No. Behind me. Oh no, yeah. No. He literally like kissed me on the cheek when I was in Green Bay outside of Lambeau Field. That talk. That guy had to have gone to jail. Oh no. There was no. Oh. It was just mm. like I was like you're. You're just so in the. That like, guy. Focus, that guy so. needs to go to jail and meet some real yeah. ones. Yeah. So I would just be. The ghost. Uh, yeah. I I don't tolerate any of that. Like I think I just. When I sense someone coming to, I immediately know how to like, we got to turn, pivot, or always act like you're not going to go live. Like that's the trick. Like if you're already talking, you're in a situation, you can't avoid it. But like, if I like, don't look like you're just kind of like nonchalantly, you know, just hanging out there. And then people are less like, oh, I mean, drunk fans are the worst. That's why we just avoid them at all costs. And yeah, I've been kissed on the cheek. I've been my arm someone's put their arm around me and all that stuff like i don't i don't get it it's just you just kind of whip them a look and like get away from me you're disgusting <laughs> that's what i'm thinking uh, i mean my I, i'm s- i'm just staggered that somebody walked up and did that mm-hmm. I, can't nasty, say I'm sh- I can't say i'm shocked but i'm like horrified by that yeah dudes are gross bro. that's why like being an mmj and all that stuff when you're small markets like that's no joke because you're just out there on your one man band one man band like (laughs) you're just hoping your cell phone signal doesn't give out so you got your ifb like you're just hoping for like that you know your white balance and your lights fine you're You're just trying to do your job is the short version of what you're saying yeah you're just trying to do your job just like coming up and like yeah Yeah. like kiss like you're like what is wrong would you go to the bank teller and kiss them on the cheek while they're like put depositing your cash like no Or, or any man Right. Or any man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is horrifying. You could have maced that guy and we would have applauded. You would have been a national hero yeah. macing that guy on live TV. Now I've definitely like become more I think I was just young and like, oh, is this okay? Like, no, Caitlin, this is not okay. Like now I know mm. much better that this is not acceptable behavior. But when you're learning, you're just in sports world and fans and ugh. It's not something you would think you'd ever need to account for or prepare no. for. No. I got another media question. So let's say you're in a media scrum and this is, this is uh bears Packers and somebody is being uh, overly aggressive, trying to stick their yeah. microphone in yeah. there. Right. Let's just like, say it's we've Dion all Miller. Seen it. <laughs> Dion, Dion would never do that. I have Dion in front of me because I like, she wouldn't be able to, I'm a little taller than Dion. We'll, we'll, just, yeah. we'll cut to the chase on Tony's question. Yes or no. You'd punch Dion in the face. I would not, never punch Dion in the face. But it's funny, Tony, you asked that because mm-hmm. same thing going back to green Bay. Um, there was one said reporter. We were around Jimmy Graham's locker. This is when Jimmy Graham was playing for the Packers. He was sitting at his locker because you know, to make things this is all of us. this is before, as Jimmy Graham put it, he was ring chasing coming to the Bears. Yes, twenty twenty one. This part, uh, we're all around Jimmy Graham, and Jimmy Graham didn't talk very often, so it was like the whole scrum was there. Everybody was there. You guys and, got him fined up there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's a footnote. Go on. Sorry. All the time. So this said reporter comes over the top of, me, and I'm in front. Jimmy's sitting down. There's a bunch of us right here, and another um, female reporter is with me. And this guy comes over the top, clunks us in the head, pushes us forward. I like knock into Jimmy and I look back and I'm like, what the hell was that? And the, their response, 
I'll never forget was go- was welcome to an NFL locker room lady. Oh, whoa. Lady? They punctuated whoa. with lady? <laughs> Yo. And I turned around and I said, excuse me. This was like my fifth year, sixth year on the beat. Like, this was not like I'm 22 oh, year old. Not first day on the job. Yeah. Not, yeah. Asking Jimmy oh. about his coaching, future coaching career. This is like, I'm, <laughs> I'm in it. I know what I'm doing. Like, I've been covering Aaron Rodgers and those scrums at his locker every week. Mm-hmm. As a, as a one-man band, and I just, like, el- elbow back and just, no. Like, oh. we can all play nice, but the minute you drop the welcome to an NFL locker room, ladies, get that. Oh. And you're, I, asking for, you're asking for it. You need some straightening when you say that, Russ. Yeah, Jimmy's face is like, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Jimmy, I'm going to whoop this. <laughs> oh yeah so thank you for taking me back to that moment Tony. so i've come on here caitlin and talked about being hit in the head with a camera or two in my days mm-hmm. on the beat and it is just like there's a level of frustration that you're trying not to show because the, the person that you're trying to talk to is right here <laughs> and i don't want to act out but i'm pissed off because yeah. those cameras hurt when mm-hmm. they hit you in the head, I've been hit from the front and in the back of the head with the camera. And mm-hmm. I've always been hit by the thing on the back of them. What is it like? Is that a battery? Battery pack. <laughs> they seem to have they, uh, not they not all of them. There's some very good ones, but some mm-hmm. of them seem to have no awareness of where that no. is. No, I mean they hit, they sometimes run into us. Like they're swinging it around. And I'm like, wait, I'm, you know. And now that we have like these extender poles. On those, those are even more dangerous in the scrums. They're nice because we don't have to be all close, but yeah, that's it's tough out there. <laughs> I, I think I've got everything I need. Like I'm ready yeah. to make a ruling don't, once she don't leaves. Don't ask the questions that I was the question that I was going to ask. They were always going to be very similar to that. So I think I have enough evidence uh, that we can deliberate on Caitlin's realness or not. I have yeah, Russ. Yeah. Here on my legal pad, I have, have you ever had to give someone some straightening in a locker room? <laughs> so there we go. we're Play all on the same wavelength. And, oh, yeah. and, and now that was purely like a shot in the dark because I am around Caitlin all the time mm-hmm. at work. And mm-hmm. she is not at all like that. Mm-hmm. Caitlin is like friendly and kind. And Caitlin is not out looking no. To give someone some straightening, but it's, but it's important that everyone knows she could if she had to. Yeah, I mean, I I hate confrontation. I like to get along. I love when all of us get along. Uh, that's what I want. I want us all to live in harmony. But there are some times when you're just like, hmm. Today, like, I hope karma just gets you today. That's what I think sometimes when I walk out. You don't mess with the butcher. That's Not what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh my god. We gotta get Caitlin on a on a regular episode. This was fun. Like to oh, sit oh absolutely, yeah. Nice, yeah. nice to this meet is... you, Caitlin. You're yeah. you're a fantastic guest. You guys haven't met Tone? No. <laughs> oh. Tone's a suit now. Tone he's a suit. He's I'm not a suit. out with other people. He's yeah. not, not grab He's been a suit for like three or four years now. I love it. That's I love you guys are entertaining, so I, I love Oh, we appreciate that. All right. Caitlin Sharkey of WGN, thank you very much. Caitlin the Butcher Sharkey, we appreciate it. <laughs> we are going to let you go and deliberate as to uh, your real oneness. Thank you for All coming right. on with us today. Thank you, guys. See you later. Bye, Caitlin. Bye. Peace. 
Oh, uh, this is open and shut for me. I thought probably yeah, Caitlin really. would be a real one coming in, and uh-huh. uh, I'll cut her some slack on the question to Kevin Durant <laughs> at 22. In that scenario, I'm giving her, like, on the pie chart, I'm giving her, like, probably 70% of that is real one. 30% is not. Like, I, I am on board with her going up and asking him a question and having the boldness to do it when you're not supposed to be, especially – like just going for it, I love it. So I, I, I'm saying that I, I went in thinking real one, Russ, and everything on my legal pad here stacks up that yes, confirmed real one, Caitlin Sharkey. So I got to go into it every week now and say I, I can't make a, I can't come into it thinking somebody's real or not because you never know. Mm-hmm. And well, we all have biases. Starts, we all have like you, you, you have an opinion. Yeah, but you, 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 I got to come into this unbiased as possible, Jason. Okay, all right. Because okay. I have to. I, I'm not. I'm doing the 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 people that listen to our pod every week at this service. I come to it with <laughs> who's real okay. and who's all not. Right. Okay, but all right. I'm I'm with you. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> I, I think Caitlin Sharkey, hundred. When you they give you the nickname the butcher in like school, that was amazing. That's, it's pretty Russ, real to me. Russ, yeah. they give you the, they give you the name the butcher when your last name is Sharkey. Right. You you last name, a, your last a, a name kind of could nickname. be a nickname. Yeah, it'd be easy. Clear cut. They and could call you like, Shark. Nah. They could call you Jaws. They they could call you any of these things. And they would they, like they needed something higher. They needed bounce. something more. They needed said, butcher. Nah. For how she was knocking people. these other teenagers around. Butcher. <laughs> I, I, I think the other thing for me with, with Caitlin, the I, I agree with you from the sense of I've been the twenty two year old reporter that you're trying to go up to athletes that you see on TV and like ask them questions. That shit's hard, right? Like I, I, so me making jokes was just because I'm trying to be funny, but also cause I've been there. We know, man. But, but also I know many reporters who have been in this business for 20 something years that ask questions like that and they are not real ones. Mm-hmm. And so the fact mm-hmm. that she's at this point in market three doing what she's doing People enjoy her like Kayla's the best real one. I concur. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a she's a weird one, and I think it was obviously the 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 fervor to go up to Kevin Durant. Like <laughs> whatever happens after that is is you know whatever happens, but the willingness to be a leader in that and have those other students follow her sign of a real one or up. Yeah, up, people up, knew. People of, could see it. You could see knew. real. Yep. Uh, and you know the ability to elbow the guy back after he made the stupid comment, sexist. Walk, right, welcome to the in the NFL locker room, lady. Ladies, and when she had been in there for years, years. Right, the, the ability to be like, yeah, bet, watch, and then elbow him right there. Mm, give him a quick, you know, the chicken wing, you know, stammy. That's the real one. That story made me cringe, and not as much as the guy walking up and kissing her on the cheek during a live shot. And yeah, like, that's wild. That's wild. I, woe to the next person that tries that, because oh. I I don't think that uh, Caitlin will be caught off guard that time, and you will get a real one back of the hand on that one. I bet she was good we should have her back on i agree i agree she she should be uh we should have her in as a guest co-host sometime all in favor yeah confirmed real one tone we need like a confirmed sound tone well 
More like a not <laughs> one sound. Well, we do. do. From the goat from the goaded producer, we do, but it it has to get put in in yeah. post. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was kind of giving him the entry there to do it, but he doesn't have it. He'll put it in in post. <laughs> Jason gives you the little karate chop. The goaded, goaded producer, litest producer in the game. What else does he call himself? How did you not have the button ready for that segment when you knew we were doing it? That was my tone. Like, I love you, man, but that was not. Find it real quick. We didn't. Find it real quick. We didn't spring that on you. We didn't. Yeah, you, you knew this afternoon right around when that was going to be. I, I said the NBA Finals. We looked up. I, Tony. I looked up. I, I looked up what time the last NBA Finals game ended. And I'm like, all right, if we're recording after game three, it'll probably be at about this time. And then uh, we'll, we'll kind of get the show going and Caitlin will join us at this time. And even if you had forgotten all of that, we took a break and said we're doing Are You a Real One next. <laughs> You're just like, oh, I didn't know they were going to want this. It's like, oh, damn. I'm surprised uh, like I got off guard. This, this, whole, this whole week, I've been in the dungeon, like, with this extra stuff that I got going on. Is that an actual tear down your face? Yes. Because Tony is funny, bro. That man Tony, we got Caitlin in the room. Uh, Russ has a tear right. trickling down the left side of his face from laughing so hard. Jason goes ver- word for word. All right, Tony, hit the button. All right, let me go ahead and find it real quick. <laughs> like, we didn't have time to be like, all right, we're transitioning to the game. Let me find the game button. But it was the slow reach over to the computer to find the button. Russ, I even uh, did the textbook. Like, the way they teach you to do it is, like, kind of stretch out the talking to give him time. Give him some time to... <sighs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Russ, do you uh, do you enjoy following the NBA as much off the court as on the court? Yes, yes, I do. We have the NBA Finals going on right now, and you, you know, I, you and I probably we check these like you know, these credible sources like Shams or Woj or you know whatever's being reported on uh, on on TNT or in the New York Times or anything. Well, Tony, as you know, gets his news from other places. Uh, Screets. Kind of, yeah, it all kind of falls under the umbrella of that. See, I'm with Tony on this one. The Screets definitely had all the info. Well, Tone, are they are they talking or no? Like, fill us in on what's going on in the NBA offseason. Are they ever? Oh man, there's the there there's the the streets won't shut up with the with the talking. Is is what is what I'm is what I'm getting at. The, you know, usually you got to put your ear 
to the concrete to the pavement you understand me to get what the streets is talking about because it's, mm-hmm. it's like faint whispers you know whispers in the dark you know um you understand <laughs> okay. me right uh but this this is this is the streets talking back at me like like an echo like i'm, I'm trying to go to sleep and the streets like no 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 man i got i got more mm-hmm. i got more and you know you close the window and i take an end they got a bullhorn down on the street right yeah. and i'm trying to go to sleep but they're like no 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 man the streets the streets the streets so yeah man the nba streets is 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 going crazy right now while trying to distract us from a great NBA finals and NBA finals performances, but the NBA screets won't let it happen. Are you saying screets? Yeah, the screets. Okay. Oh, and what are they saying? This would be the part where you tell us what they're saying. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh Zion Williamson is a wild boy. The walking beignet, Russ. He is a wild boy. Formerly. This twenty this twenty nineteen draft class of the NBA are filled with a bunch of wild boys, particularly oh. the top two picks. Okay. What is happening? They're going to do a 30, 30 for 30. On <laughs> Not even about basketball. Top two picks about what these kids were doing outside of basketball. Like, they, yeah. So, Zion, if you hadn't heard, Zion Williamson, former number one overall pick of the New Orleans Pelicans, has had injury issues, has not played a whole lot. So the spotlight has been on him since receiving a, a huge extension, um, but he has not played a full season in his NBA life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recently had a gender reveal with his girlfriend, uh, quote unquote. You'll understand what I what I mean by that in a little bit. Um, and uh, it was very extravagant. They had fireworks to 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 tell the gender of the baby. So he's having a girl. So they had pink. Uh, that's fireworks. so sweet. You must have loved that. Yeah. You had a big gender oh, reveal. Dope. You're yeah. having a girl. Mm-hmm. Like this is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, he even had a quote. You know, they recorded him on video saying, "Hey, just so you know, you know, daddy and mommy was gonna love you." Like this it was very, very inspirational. Good. The very next day, the very next day, uh, an alleged, um, <sighs> I think she would describe herself as an ex. Or a, a girlfriend actress. type, uh, who is an actress of sorts. A uh, no, we grown. She does porn. She's a porn star. Yeah. I, wanted to hear, I wanted to hear how Tony stumbled no, around no, to say it grown. in Come his new King Stop. James version. Stop! It. No, <laughs> uh, she throw that thing on camera. <laughs> <laughs> she throweth. She throweth that thing. Okay, so what, uh, and. So she went all day with evidence and receipts of her relationship with Zion Williamson in utter shock and disbelief that he was having a child. Uh, you know, child children grow for nine months. But mm-hmm. it, unbeknownst to her, who she's been having a relationship with Zion this whole time. She aired all what? this out on Twitter? She aired everything yes. on Doug, in, so the tw- in, the tweets have continued like, since earlier. There's like twenty rants. There's like bro, twenty there's like tweets. Hella tweets. So do you, where do we want? Where do we want to start? I mean, well, start I mean, Tone is. You can start with the most salacious. He said you was just been in my mouth last week. What happened? I didn't even know you was having a baby. That's the wow. most salacious one. Okay. So here's the can I can I explain to y'all the wild part about this? Shorty say I let you spit in my mouth last week. Uh, Tone, impulse decide what you want to bleep out, what you want to keep in. I let you spit in my mouth last week when we. You could have told me you had another pregnant. 
How is that going to work? Moving us both to New Orleans, you think I wouldn't have found out at Zion Williamson. I feel also, like, I added that, like I, I, clean, I cleaned the grammar up because she has horrible vocabulary. Well, it's Twitter. I mean, it's and loose she, on Twitter. It, it, I don't necessarily it, think she went to, you know. She's not turning in a term paper. You don't have to be perfect with no. your grammar on Twitter. Her line of work, uh, I don't we got her point. worried about the words. I mean, I think we got her point. So I don't think, you know. But, but <laughs> I don't I'm think not, a semicolon would have changed anything. I'm not shooting Zion any bail here. One, you get to you get to have a relationship with whoever you want to. That's not important here. But if I'm Zion, I'm looking at this saying, well, me and spitting in my mouth don't have really anything to do with this man. <laughs> <laughs> Is What's that what that you're doing? Me? That's what you're doing? You're looking through these 20 tweets and you're just kind of going, all right, on this one I'm good. Well, hey, yeah, this one's fine. Like, Ooh, this, this one might cause me a problem. This. this number four might be the issue. So then she's going through it like a checklist. So then she goes, you let that hoe finesse you. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm angry. She 29 with an adult child already. I know what comes with being a basketball player girl. I know there will be other women, but you didn't expect to get these. Ho- I didn't expect you to get these hoes pregnant. <laughs> At Zion Williams. She added. But there. the funny part, she kept adding him. Yep. So then she goes, I don't have any tapes. They're all on his phone. And I'm not like that. Because we're we're really together. Congrats to both Zion and his baby mom. Congrats. God don't make mistakes. Then she goes, don't call my phone at Zion Williamson. You lost me for good until I see the DNA. I'm done. Why be a low budget baby mom when you could be a kept girlfriend? Now here's my thing. You're going off about bro getting shorty pregnant. I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily think you're the kept girlfriend at this point, but neither here nor there. I mean, if this was recent, if this was just last week. I mean, he was talking from the, the screenshots that she got. He was talking about moving her to New Orleans. And she was like, how is that going to happen? How are you going to move so both of us to New Orleans? So a couple things here. So she then she goes, she goes, it's crazy. Uh, somebody tweeted her and said, it's crazy changing some random's name to Zion Williamson to try to get the slightest bit of clout. She screenshots her phone where there's a text from Zion Williamson. <laughs> Oh, that boy, he he's something oh, special. No. So, he's if, so if, So here's my thing, man. So it kind of ruins the gender reveal, I guess. <laughs> I would have a, a little. Go ahead, Russ. <laughs> I keep coming back to the what's me spinning your mouth got to do with it. Okay, you're really yeah, you're really hung up on that. Okay. <laughs> but um I no, I didn't really know people did that. Oh, I'm not gonna go there. Um. Anyway, here's like you can see whoever you want to see. We're sex work positive here on Sports Jason Sports Jason podcast. I, one thing I would suggest suggest to young Zion Williamson, I wouldn't move my baby mom's and girlfriend and or side chick all to the same city. Something would tell me that's probably not the best thing. That's good. That's good advice, Russ. Just on logistics alone, that makes yeah. Thank you. Thank he you. was telling her how much he can pay her. He told her how much you gonna need for me to move you to New Orleans. Yo, big dog, big dog got this. Big dog got the rookie max and said, "I am going crazy." That's his investment. It's that, a good thing that's he signed his investment. It. What is Tone bleep this part out?
if I had, never mind. Leave all that out, Tom. No, I bleep this out too. Okay. Good to know. Thank you, Russ. Thank you. For, thank you for that. I appreciate these, that. These dudes, him, are entrusted with franchises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, if I'm in, if I'm ever, if I ever become an NBA GM and NFL GM, and I'm looking for, a fr- and I have the opportunity to have a franchise guy, I am asking all of these questions. Well, they probably did. How do you, how how do you handle these visits? And, and I'm doing FBI research. What was his girlfriend in college? They usually do things like that, Tone. And they, and they either they either don't find the things that tell them how it's going to be, or they just choose not to believe it because the guy is just so talented. Uh, we can fix him. That type of thing. What about Shaq, Tone? What's going on? What are the, what are this? Oh, Shaq was so grateful for Zion. The streets? Yeah, no, the streets. So the big story was Zion, right? Right. So Zion gave Shaq some cover here. Right. So Shaq, uh, as you guys know, Hall of Fame uh, center, worked for TNT. Uh, He is off now because TNT no longer uh, has NBA coverage because their season is over. Shaq was seen with, uh, I don't know, Russ, how would you describe her? Because I I talked uh, with this Uh, with, with my wife and... She was like, what does she do? And I was like, that is a uh, great question. That's a great question, baby. <laughs> uh, socialite? Okay. Socialite would probably be the best way I would describe Brittany Renner. Um, young lady has dated, seen socially in a biblical sense, knows several, you know, athletes, uh, celebrities, rappers, etc. Mm-hmm. That's how I would describe her. Do, hasn't she been brought in to talk to college athletes about Dion brought not, her in not getting entangled in situations with yep. women? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Dion brought her in at Jackson State when she where she told them don't get caught by these young harlots out here that are try, going to try to get you to get them pregnant and etc. Yes, yeah. She she was. So the the, the NBA circles were up in arms because it's like Shaq, why? Like you don't why? Like it, 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 no, no disrespect to you know Brittany Renner, but like it, this is Shaquille O'Neal. Like, what do they have in common? Like, what are? They... Uh, yes. But hey, you know, teach his own. Teach, every teach time I, own. every time I try not to say something, I think of Jason saying, "Oh, Russ, you said you were gonna take it to the next level and do the little voice last week." So <laughs> I, I gotta keep it real. I gotta be a real one. And if we gotta if we gotta elevate the music in post, you gotta do in post. So I'm gonna say it. Ninety-eight percent of dudes are folded. Uh, that's probably that's probably how Shaq rationalized it. Yeah. Mm. Anything else? Uh, anything else from your uh, from from the streets, Tony? Yes, uh, the rumor mill, and this hit the the news desk uh, because Taylor Swift was in Chicago this past weekend. You know, the all the Swifties were lit. Right you know, take, yeah, taking we, over the city. Can, hold on, can we check in? Like, how did that affect you, Russ? You live like across the street, practically. Oh from- man, because you don't you don't use your Instagram like that. I did a whole like breakdown mm-hmm. of like her fan base. Uh-huh. It was a lot of fun. Okay, <laughs> I got to get on the there Instagram. Was, okay, a lot of traffic. 
lot of uh, weird outfits, mm-hmm. lot of wildness. They had you had shorties not had no drawers on, like pasties, oh the whole okay. shebang, tutus, fishnets. I didn't even know shorties was still wearing fishnets. Like it was wild. And educational, to, it sounds like for you. Okay. Good people watching. Yes. Okay. I can't. I can't wait to see the side by side when Beyonce comes in this month. Dang, bro. Yeah, you're not going to give me no breaks. I didn't even, re- <laughs> not even know Beyonce was in this month. Yeah. Damn. And uh, probably right after that, you got the big NASCAR race. So good luck to you, man. Go on vacation. Go, go ahead, Tony. You have Taylor Swift NBA news? Yes, Taylor Swift. So there was a rumor started that Taylor Swift, who just recently broke up with her uh, racist, misogynist boyfriend, um, is now with Austin Reeves? NBA of the Lakers legend Austin Reeves of the LA Lakers. This is what Russ. This is what the news would be like with him, though. This is what the news would be like with him. This is the kind of stuff he just throw it around. <laughs> My man just threw legend on Austin. She's hey, with the, the goat Austin a, Reeves. If, if you pull, if you can pull Taylor Swift, that is kind of legendary. I'll give him that. Shorty about to make nine hundred million dollars on this tour. So salute if the, if this is true. But yeah. uh, uh, unfortunately, his brother went to Twitter and quote tweeted the uh, the report that Taylor Swift and his brother Austin were dating uh, with six laughing emojis, mm. which made me believe that's probably not the case. It's just a rumor. He has been currently dating his uh, current girlfriend, Austin Reeves, uh, since 2020. So that is so, look how the look thing. how the world mess, uh, creates narratives. So the streets are conflicted then. Yeah, yeah. The so how do we know what to believe here, Tom? So this either could be, you know, Austin Reeves making Zion Williamson mistakes right now, you know, having it come out and open in the public, or it just could be false. I don't know. The streets are not clear. They're they're whispering on this. <laughs> they were overshadowed by the Zion Williamson. They're arguing with each other. Yeah, so it's just a whisper. Russ, let's do the news. We've gotten a lot of news today, so I'm I'm shocked at what we didn't get to. I don't know that I would call what Tony gave us the news Man, by that's, my that's, Jason. Usually that's I don't. I, usually I agree with Come you. On, not on man. this. That was the biggest news. Come on, today. that was that <laughs> took over my life today. That's bigger than the Live PGA Tour merger. That's bigger than Messi coming I forgot, over. I forgot mm-hmm. to ask you about that because now that drama that you've been fascinated by is over. But um, no, I actually have some oh, not necessarily. I actually have some basketball, basketball news to ask you about. Uh, Damian Lillard, one of your favorite, maybe your favorite, right? That might be your number yeah. one is, favorite, player favorite player yeah, in the mix. Uh, he said on The Last Stand with Brian Custer that there are two teams he'd like to be traded to. This is not a report. This is not sources said. Damian Lillard said this. Miami or Brooklyn. He says if, both have both have capable rosters. If he were to not get things figured out in Portland, those were the two teams? If he was to get traded, I don't know if those are the two teams. I don't know if that's the end of the list in his mind, but it's what he said. Would He wouldn't mind being traded to Miami or Brooklyn because both have capable rosters. And, you know, if you watch Miami and you had, you think about adding Damian Lillard to that, Pretty good. I could see that working. Yeah, uh, Damian Lillard, a seven-time All-Star, has made it out of the first round three times. 
in 11 years in Portland. They went 33 and 49. He's got 94 million uh, left on his deal over the next two years. And he's getting up there. I would kind of like to see him get a chance because he hasn't really had much of a chance in Portland. He's going to make $60 million next year. That's his would, average it, annual value. I mean, would you like to see him get out? Would you like to see him? I, I love Dame, and I thought Dame should have gotten out five years ago. Um, I, I respect his commitment to Portland. I know he has tons of businesses up there. Uh, he can drive to um, – you know, Adidas that's up there and he's good short flight home to the Bay for him. But yeah, at some point you need to see one of the all time greats be able to have an opportunity. These get a chance. Like he's never even gotten a chance really. They snuck into that Western conference finals and due to some bad seating that one time and they got worked. They got worked. Yeah. I mean, I like Dane. Um, I I get it, right? You want to do it there, but sometimes the management group just d- can't figure it out. Like, and that happens. And as a fan base, you have to look at a player still t- like Carmelo, right? I respect Carmelo, what he did, stuff like that. But when there was an opportunity for Carmelo to try and win something seriously, he chose money. So I got to put Melo in a certain spot of you chose money. That's that's right. what that was, um, yeah. but for for Dame, look man, like after a while, it's like, are you serious about this winning thing or not? Because like it's okay to it, to say that this management group just couldn't get it done for whatever reason. It's no disrespect because it's facts. Because it's like, uh, what else could Dame give right to this organization? You know, he's gave he's given them everything, and it takes a union and a marriage of player and management to build something great. Like it can't just be it didn't it wasn't all Mike. Like it was not all Jordan. Mike had to have pieces around him in the proper fit to actually achieve something great. And if if one part of the dynamic, the the special talent in management is out of sync, out of whack, it's not gonna work. It's just not Dave, if he really wants a shot at winning a championship. It's not going to happen in Portland. So he needs to make that decision of sacrificing what he thinks is the credit of winning a championship and just go try and win one. Russ, it's tough in those places. It's tough in Portland, Milwaukee, Charlotte, Utah, Minnesota. And we talked about this with Monty Williams and the contract that he got, that those places have to overpay. Those places, Portland isn't getting LeBron and Wade and Chris Bosh. And Kevin Durant, like, they're not getting those guys. And those places have a hard enough time keeping those players when they draft them. We have, yeah. We're all surprised at a certain point that Giannis has stayed in Milwaukee this long or that Lillard has stayed in Portland this long. doesn't usually happen. I think I always look at Milwaukee differently than Portland. Portland's way out. People can rarely watch their games. They have the late game always. And it's just like you got you 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 hit the jackpot and drafted and developed a top seventy five player in the history of the game. Yet you failed putting things around him after Lamarcus Aldridge left. Mm-hmm. That's on you as an organization. That's not on Dame. Dame had arguably the best year of his career this past season. What do you have to show for it? 
No, he's done everything he can do. That you can't. It's going to be hard to get top free agents to places like Portland. You have to draft them or trade for them, and when you draft them, then it's hard to hang on to them. Like it, it's a tight. Uh, it's it's a uh, a high wire act trying to get it done in a place like that. Russ, uh, do you ever order room service when you're on the road? How commonly do you do that? Oh, uh, not very often, actually. I'm not a room service guy either. Yeah. I usually find even at good hotels, a lot of times the food is really not that great. I'd rather get my food from a restaurant. Yeah, the DoorDash something, Uber Eats something, yeah. go to a restaurant. Yeah. Well, uh, Hotels.com, the hotel booking website, released survey results on room service. They surveyed about 500 different hotels around the world that do room service. And these are the 10 most unusual requests that these that they heard when they asked these hotels, what are the weird things people ask for in room service? Number 10 is shakshuka, which I believe is an, an egg dish from Africa. Uh, number nine is bison. Number eight, a rice bowl for a dog. Number seven, an egg yellow omelet. I'm a big egg whites guy. Scrambled eggs, you know. Uh, Is egg omelet. yellow, they mean like egg yolk? Just the yolks. Yep. No white. Okay. Just the yolks. Okay. Uh, like uh, James Corden, remember? That's what he uh, got into all his snafu about. Uh, number six is called cockle popcorn. Yo. Which is, unless, I mean, literally what it is, is fried mollusks with vinegar and chili. Uh, Number five is for the hotel room service uh, staff to cook a fish that the guest brought. Okay. Okay. Number four is boiled bottled water. Imagine the level of paranoia you must have if you're like, bring me a bottle of water, but boil it first. There's some people out there like that. that I feel like Tone would do that. Tone uh, would do that like if he went to like Kansas City. He'd be like, I'm not sure about this place. It's a little far from home. <laughs> uh, number three is Blowfish. Yo. <laughs> number two is Melted Ice Cream. That's up your alley. And number one is diet water, <laughs> which I don't really understand what that would be. We don't live in the brightest of worlds anymore. Finally, Russ, I know you're not a dog lover, but you're going to love this story. I doubt uh, it. A, a family in New York went on vacation back in January. So this is months ago. They go on vacation. They leave their dog Mocha with uh, a friend while they're gone. They come back from the trip and it turns out the friend lost the dog. The dog like ran off on the friend. Tom, what are you doing in that situation? If you're if you're you're the friend, so I'm going out of town and I I leave our family dog with you because uh, you're a dog guy. Maybe you would do that, and you mm-hmm. lose my dog while I'm out of town. Like, how how are you? Uh, what are you What are you doing when me and my wife and children come back? Uh, you got to be a real one, and what I mean, there's nothing else. You don't have the dog. How do you explain the dog not being there? You got to be like, hey, I'm not going to lie. I probably would have called you. I, I definitely would have called you first. Okay. Um, before you got back, so you just be prepared. Like, I would have hate to dawn that on somebody as they return, yeah. hopefully to see their lovely dog well, and they're not there. I maybe definitely you don't will call them. You. Maybe you don't tell them right away. Maybe you do tell them when they get but Let them finish their vacation. Uh, I no. text like, hey, uh, I can't find 
at insert dog's name. Mocha. And then they'll know, all right, these are places where Mocha likes to go. Mm-hmm. Um, or something like that. At least, but like, you got to keep them. I do think keeping them in a loop on something like, because they would be upset. You didn't tell us. Like, that's the first thing that's going to come out of their mouth. But if I'm in Cabo and I'm on like day three of my vacation, you've ruined my vacation. Or I can't do I anything about dog, it while I'm I in find Cabo. Your dog in the next 24 hours because you told me where I should look. Mm-hmm. Then you, but if you hadn't, well, yeah, I would have given you a clue in that case. If you find the dog, you lose and find the dog, then I never even need to know. And on top of that, like typically dogs have patterns, right? If that dog ran away, that dog probably ran away before. Correct. That's my uh, point. Maybe. Most likely. So this family was finally ready to move on. This is last weekend. Uh, they go to a pause in the park event in Brooklyn where the uh, animal care centers of New York is having an adoption event. And they're looking around and they see this dog named Sandy. That looks a lot like Mocha. And maybe this would be a good dog. It's kind of similar to Mocha. They get closer and Russ, it is Mocha. They found their dog at this adoption event. The dog, the, the kids come running up to it. The dog's like licking the kids, going crazy. Everyone kind of recognizes each other. And uh, Mocha is now back home after the family showed nice. proof of ownership. Nice. Nice. Uh, people are putting like air tags on their dogs now. Yeah. Yeah. To That's prevent a good idea. things like that from happening. Uh, volunteer uh, Jay Damashek called it the most exciting moment in his 10 years working with the ACC. That's the news. Happy story. I like we end on that. Usually we do end on somebody getting like eaten or getting an arm ripped off or something. I'm, this was, this is, this is a good ending to a very fun episode of uh sports adjacent. We'd like to thank Caitlin Sharkey for joining us yeah. uh, in this week's edition of, are you a real one? We found out that, uh, the butcher herself is indeed the butcher. <laughs> a real one. That's that was great. That was a great yeah. highlight. Uh, right there. Uh, we want also want to thank our fantastic sponsors, Tony Gill, sponsored by Sheets and Giggles, for the softest betting money can buy. Go to sheetsgiggles.com forward slash essay and use promo code sports to get 23% off your next purchase. Duvets, duvet covers, the sheet set that gives you the fitted sheet, the flat sheet. You get two pillowcases with that. That is two pillowcases with that. Uh, you're really going to enjoy it. They've been partners with us at Sports Adjacent for a long time now. Like we're there, they they've been one of our uh, our our closest partners and have helped us keep the lights on for the pod. So we love everything. Uh, that Colin and the folks over at Cheats and Giggles do for this pod. uh, And they're good people. And we like working with good people like that. We're also brought to you by BetMGM. You can get a risk-free bet uh, and get up to $1,000 in playable betting credits if you lose your bet by using promo code ADJACENT1000. That is ADJACENT1000. A lot going on. NBA Finals still going on. We are getting into the dog days of summer. You can bet on the WNBA. You can bet on Major League Baseball. You can bet, bet on darts, the ponies, Belmont's coming up uh, this weekend. As when people hear this, Belmont will be happening uh, in New York. A lot of things you can bet on. Bet MGM, the king of sports books. Uh, Tone, before we let the fine folks go, you got any uh, parting words for young Zion Williamson? 
Yeah, man, get your house in order, bro. How are you supposed to be a leader of men and you can't even lead your own house? Tony well, would on, have bro. him Tony would have him repeat back to Tony what he did. Yeah. Well, like, so what did you do? You did what? Say it to me. Say yeah. now say it back to me. Say say what you just say it back. <laughs> I spit in a girl mouth. <laughs> and I got my baby mom's pregnant. And she was bragging they... about being the most hated baby moms on social. And what do they do for a living? Uh, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what, what my one baby mom I don't know what my baby mom does, but the other shorty, she throw that thing for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're gonna see you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.